You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. Flames football closes out the regular season with a loss. We'll talk some controversy from the game as well as Malik Sr.'s bowl game and recruiting. Plus, men's basketball gets back in the win column. We'll recap their win on Saturday and look ahead to the big game against Mizzou at home on Thursday. And finally, did Matt Warner's son Jack win the Thanksgiving weight challenge? (laughs) We'll find out and also find out what my dog Stanley ate out of the garbage can on Thanksgiving. Let's get started. from our studio at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's your host, Emily Austin, with Matt Warner and Rhett McGibbon. I'm not going to tell you guys what Stanley ate out of the garbage can to open the show. We yeah. ha- that's a okay. teaser. Build up yeah, to that. That's yeah, a builder. That's good. But Keep the audience around. Uh, it could have cost more. me $5,000, but uh, I'll let you know. First, though, let's talk a little bit about that Flames football game. Well, whatever it is, I'm pooping it out from Stanley. It's <laughs> five grand. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm searching through yeah. some stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, let's <laughs> talk what are you a- throwing away that's worth $5,000? <laughs> yeah. That's what I... Dude, just let Tisa save about it. Save it, Emily. Save it, Emily. Save it. Emily. It's save a it. teaser. I can't focus now. So now you guys are going to have to actually yeah. pay attention yeah. Yeah. for the next, you know, 30 minutes or so. Um, interesting game against Army uh, Liberty Falls in the regular season finale. This is the third straight loss yeah. since what was that? 2018, 20- first year in the FBS, I believe, is the last mm-hmm. time Liberty lost three straight. Yeah. 31 16. A lot of things to take away and talk about in this game. First things first, Malik Willis. Yeah. How would you? Kind of recap his his last performance here at Williams Stadium, and what did you just overall take away from his performance? Here's what I'll say, and Rhett and I were talking about it a little bit earlier this morning, and obviously the first half was terrible. It, you know, offensively, Liberty couldn't get anything going, and unfortunately, that's kind of been a trend here, uh, you know, early in games. In fact, I looked, yeah. they've been shut out seven times in the first quarter this year. That's seven of the last nine games they've been Crazy. shut out in the first quarter. So they, they have been slow starting all season long, and it, it, that was the case again. But here's what I, what I did like, because Malik was being harassed all game long again. It was the typical running for his life. He had made some throws he probably uh, shouldn't have made, some from, you know, not his feet not set at all, just awkward throws just to, you know, try to survive. But in the second half, when you're down the way they were, and you're down, what, 24-3 at the half, and then you give up the first touchdown to go down, right, 31-3? Yep. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yep. Like, you could phone it in. Totally. And Malik Willis didn't do that. Like, say what you want about the final outcome. Malik Willis put Liberty in a position to have a chance to win this game. So and, many drops. And and who would have thought that at that you know early second half? Right. You talk about some good throws he made down the field. Some you're talking about the drive where you had like four drops on the same drive, including a touchdown that would have made it a one possession game. Demario Douglas dropped it. Then you even think about they get the ball back with what a minute left. In the game, you're like, well, it's over, whatever. Yeah. He hits Demario Douglas again for a touchdown, 58 yards, and it gets called back because of a holding. So, like, don't I would not put any of this on Malik Willis. He did show more frustration than we've seen out of him all year long. I don't blame him for that. But as far as his fight, his determination, and his ability to make some plays in a time in the game where everybody knows that you're going to have to pass the ball on what you're trying to do, and he still put the ball on his receivers, unfortunately, they couldn't hang on to it. Something we've seen from Malik the last few years is he doesn't get too high, too low. So if they are 
you know, losing and they're on the sidelines. He's he's not like sitting there moping around. Right. So it was good, right, to see some frustration. I don't I didn't I tried to like look on Twitter to see if there was like a clip of it. Um, I guess he kind of punched. I absolutely loved it because, you know, you go back to is it Josh Rosen. Yeah, Josh Rosen that was drafted by the Cardinals. Everybody talk about how good of a ball he could throw. You know, the hype was all on him. But everybody talked about, does this guy care enough about football? And I almost wonder if at times this year, you know, um, Malik comes into the postgame presser and they lose and he's 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 that positive vibe. But I was thinking. Are people going to think he cares enough? Like, does he get angry? Does he take it personally and strive next week? Like, this is not going to happen again. And I feel like against Army, he showed, like, okay, he really does truly, like, he's mad inside. He Mm -hmm. might have a quiet anger, and it started to boil a little bit more this week, but I loved it. Like, get a little bit yappy, toe the line with the guys, show them that, hey, bowl game, if it comes, like, we're not, this is not acceptable to play this style and in this way. I I like the fact that he got a little angry, a little shove, pushing and shoving was good for me. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Now, the thing with Malik Willis is that he represented everything that is right about being a football player, one, and, and representing his university, too. And that end of the game, you know, a little frustration sort of punch right there, it was, I think, much deeper and I think that was a year full of a yeah. real, I'll be honest with you. If you call it for what it is, that kid is a competitor yeah. mm-hmm. and he cares and he wants to play, not just for the NFL. You're talking about a guy who cares about his university yeah. and wants to play well for his teammates and his offensive line flat out let him down this year. Yeah. So bottom line, they were, they got, they were bad and then they got worse. And that, that's just the reality. Whether people want to hear it or not, is that that with Malik Willis, and he never threw them under the bus. No. He never threw them under the bus. And they there were times in that game, right? You're playing an Army team. who's a good defensive team, but they're just tough. They're just tough. There was, a time, there was times in that game where we're, we're looking at the – I'm able to see in the booth the end zone copy, okay, and watch what the offensive line is doing blocking-wise. There are times in that game the offensive line just was soft, it was just soft. It was hard to watch how soft. And you got a quarterback who's out there running for his life, getting beat up all season, and keeps coming back, keeps coming back. And and the offensive line flat out, and you couldn't run the ball. If you want to have good pass protection, run the ball first. Okay, they couldn't run the ball. And then people are pinning their ears back. And then they're, the the running backs are playing soft. The O line's playing soft. And this this poor kid's running for his life, doing everything he can. And he's being a stand up guy about it. That's what I love. Yeah. He's being guys- a he's being a stand up guy about it. And at the end of it, I think that was that was a punch of season frustration. Wow, that was. Do you feel that? I liked it. That's passion. That yeah. felt like a season of frustration from Joe. There. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. There's more. If you want. <laughs> no, that's good. We're good. We're good. And I want to start this by saying I'm a huge Malik Willis fan. Sure. Obviously, huge. he's like amazing. But I want to be a devil's advocate because yeah. after the game, um, coach was asked about some of the missed connections from Malik and and I'm sorry, the offense. He said, I thought Malik's feet are not getting set on some throws that he has to get his feet set and make the throw. Other times, yes, what you're saying about the offensive line, the protection and the running backs, the the protection isn't good. Um, Do you think that Malik Willis is kind of seeing those ghosts still and and expecting to not be protected? So he isn't getting his feet set and just staying in the pocket. There were some awkward throws there, some some that did not look anything like what we've seen from Malik this year. But yes, that's the reason. I mean, because he knows he has such a short amount of time to make something happen. And here's the other thing I'll say too, for people that are like, oh, Hugh Freeze is too critical of Malik. Well, 
he's critical even when Malik was, you know, when he put up, what, six touchdowns last year? Like, he was still like, ah, there were a couple of throws. That's because Hugh Freeze, that's where he's dialed into, right? He's dialed into quarterback play, offense. That's If he's going to be critical, that's where he's going to go. He's not going to just shred the defense. He's not a defensive guy, and he's made that clear. That That's, you know— that's Coach Simon's kind of kind of world there. So he naturally tends to go that route anyway. So yes, were there some throws where his feet weren't set? Absolutely. Is that the reason Liberty lost this game? Absolutely not. Is that the reason for for the three you know game losing streak at the end of the year? I wouldn't say so. I would say what's the reason that Malik suddenly maybe isn't setting those feet as often or or as as much as he should? Well, it's because he's being pressured. Yeah. Every time he drops back, so. That's just Hugh Freeze going to where his expertise is, and I think that that's why you hear maybe that criticism in a game like this where, I mean, come on, the kid was doing everything he could to keep you in it. We'll talk some men's and women's basketball as both programs won this weekend. We'll get to that in just a minute. The decision to go for a late two-point conversion. What what, yeah. what was that for? Matt can handle well, that, but we sort of looked at each other in the booth scratching our head on. Why yeah. not make it a 14-point game, but... Go yeah, ahead, Hugh Freeze said he got, you know, they've got their analytics guys, and he got the call, hey, it says 100% go for two, the analytics. And he said after the game, I wouldn't do it again. And said even in the moment, he said, all right, let's go for two, and he didn't feel like he should be almost, didn't feel confident about it. And his thing was the analytics say, do what you can to win the game in regulation. Hmm. Uh, but again, in that you all, you'll still have a chance. Like I, I feel like yeah. in those points, at th- that stage, you're gonna have if you're you're gonna have to score again anyway to, to win it twice, so you have a chance to win it then. Mm-hmm. You don't need to win it now. You don't need to go for two now. In fact, I would say I'd like to wait until if you score that what could be tying touchdown. You want to go for the win then, go for it. Then on that last score that has a chance to put you up, you know, at, at the end of a game if you want to be aggressive with it. I, I didn't like doing it there early, and, and he basically said the same thing after the game. He wasn't thrilled with it either. Yeah, we were up on press row at that point trying to stay warm, and uh, <laughs> we were all looking at each other. I think the bigger thing, and Freeze also talked about this and kind of regretted this, was how aggressive they were early in the game on fourth down. Yeah. That well, was a, that was fourth a, and 10. Yeah. yeah, so the first drive, you go fourth and 10 from basically midfield. You don't get it. That's one where I think you're a little too aggressive. Freeze said, you know, I knew there'd be limited possessions in this game because of the way Army's offense plays. That one, I wouldn't have done it. And then, you know, the other two I could kind of understand. You had fourth and six. Well, actually, I take that back. That was from Liberty's side of the field. From the 42, you fake a punt, and you have your punter, Max Morgan, throw it. I don't like taking the ball out of my NFL quarterback's hands. You know what I mean? Like, let him make a play if you're going to go for it and not your punter. And I know, Joe, you said the, the look wasn't really there to throw that anyway. And then the one that I did agree with was the third time. They went for it on fourth down the first three possessions. They went for it on fourth and seven from the Army 40 at the beginning of the second quarter. That one I understood, but Malik got sacked for a 16-yard loss, and, yeah. and it was yeah. kind of the same old story. Well, that's because I, I'm pretty sure going into the game, Army was leading the country in time of possession or yes. like yeah. one yeah, of the top were. few. Yeah. So that's in this one, they, they had thirty. They had the ball for 36 minutes to Liberty's 23. Yeah. So I, I guess I do um, agree with uh, you know going forward on fourth down, especially when the ball's in Malik's hands. But, yeah, it, it's just – I think that sometimes the analytics, you go with your gut, right? Like as far as like the two-point conversion where coach was saying after the game, like I knew in my gut it wasn't right and I shouldn't have done it. So I'm all for analytics, but at the end of the day, I think you go with your gut as a yeah, coach. I mean, the, the, I, I don't disagree with that. But once again, it comes back to 
you get in those fourth downs and you in order to win a game like this, you got to make you're going to have to go for some of them. Yeah. I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. You're going to have to go for some, but you, but you got to protect the guy and then you got to be able to make you got to be able to make the plays and convert them and and things look a lot better. Um, you know, the fourth down on the the fake punt, there's got to be some type of off call there because the corner was playing off. It was they, they I you watch the film, I'm sure they watched the film. They didn't just randomly pull it out. They yeah. watched the film, they saw something and they thought, "Okay, we can catch him off catch him by surprise and get an easy first down." Okay, well, the corner's looking in at the punter, and he's playing six yards off. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like there's got to be some call. Like this is not the look that we're expecting yeah. to get. We got to you know you know bail out on it and uh, and then just go ahead and punt the ball right there. Quickly, uh, I guess a bowl game. Are we for sure? Are we just bowl eligible? Or yes, when bowl you win eligible. seven, so there's a chance that we don't get a bowl game. Well, I from everything I just want to be dramatic. I think there's a. I think we'll be going bowling, but yeah, yeah we're, we'll we'll wait for the announcement there, and then you know. I think one thing that helps too is by having a guy like Malik Willis, assuming he plays in the bowl game, he is a, a draw. So yeah. people want to see him. So that certainly helps the Flames as well. I'm hoping it's just down the street at Myrtle Beach. Oh, yeah. that would, that, would nice. that be your vote? That would be yeah. my vote. Okay. If anyone wants yeah. to know, yeah. Yeah. you know. Okay. So, uh, Here, Coach. Can I say two things real yeah. quick? Talking about bowl games, I saw a really interesting tweet last night that actually Hugh Freeze um, talked about as well. He replied to it. Do you guys realize that North Texas – Old Dominion and I believe Middle Tennessee State are all bowl eligible. All of them got to six and six. North Texas finished yeah. on fire. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they haven't they lost beat UTSA? since we beat them. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. knocked them off for their first loss of the yeah, year. Yeah, like crazy. I was it blew my mind though. Like Old Dominion, like, yeah, what a turnaround. They played well Good for them. Yeah, down the stretch. That's also. great. And then the other thing I wanted to say was this: Army coming. I, it was my favorite game of the year in the terms of just the fandom. Mm-hmm. Like they traveled so they well. Did. Super nice people. And it was just, I love the fact that Williams Stadium, like, I'll be honest, we've seen it in the past. You go into the game after Thanksgiving, there's only like 7,000 people there because the students haven't come back yet. And I totally was expecting only seven to 8,000 people to be there. Yeah. You know, after the pregame show, I look out and I'm like, goodness. That 19, over 19,000. Yeah, like, this place yeah. is, you know, pretty doggone full. I loved it. It was, I hope more schools come that travel well because I just think it makes that college game day environment where it's just, you know, people wearing their colors. It's great. I just, it was so much fun. Yeah. So whenever I'm over, like trying to get injury updates from the other team, I, with army, you know, cause you have like some of the army soldiers yeah. like there too. I'm like so intimidated because there was, <laughs> you're there I'm to like, protect oh my you. God. Yeah. No, I know. I know, but they are intimidating. They love I'm you like, and I'm they're like, there to protect can, you. Can, can I get an injury? I'm usually like, What's the injury update? And, and I don't know. I think it was right when um, I was on their sideline whenever coach went for it on fourth and 10. And they're like, one of the uh, army soldier guys was like, oh, that was a big mistake. You guys are going to be messing with us. Well, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is like super intense over here. Like, I'm going to go back over to the Liberty <laughs> Flames cool. side. But, um, yeah, I was like very, very intimidated, like trying to get any sort of information over there because I'm like, I feel like. They might kill me. Intimidating um. <laughs> is Jacoby Buchanan. That Ooh. guy, yeah. 260 Massive. pounds of yeah. beef, like yeah. three touchdowns. He made me feel good about myself. I'm like, you know, <laughs> if he can do that, I know he's probably just shredded underneath that uniform. But like, yeah, I like that guy. I don't, I don't, I don't remember yeah, how many carries he had. Yeah, you know, he's, cheese. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. He's got to have some muscle in there. No. Oh, he's got oh, muscle. Yeah, yeah, oh, he's, yeah, a, he's, he's a bruiser. Just, yeah, yeah. He is. So... I don't know how many actual carries he had, but he went into the he game. Had 22 for yeah. 83 touchdowns. Okay, so 211 plus 22 is 233. What? 
What Matt? 22 carries. He went into the game oh, with oh, 211 yeah. consecutive carries without a loss. Oh, so now yeah, he's at 200. He's never yeah. been tackled for a loss in yeah. his Isn't career. That Are you insane? serious? Yeah, I'm not surprised. Over, I mean, yeah, over 230 yeah. carries now. All right, let's move on to some Flames basketball. They had a game against Maryland Eastern Shore. Took them down. Where's my final score? 73 to 61. Matt Warner, your family yeah. is just like the biggest Flames fans. Right. You guys just spent the day on around. They travel. They you know travel what? well. You know what? They, went, they went from, uh, so the family's at the game. They run home. They let the dog out. They come. We, oh, good they go. Scout. They come pick on. up, cook out the official oh, yeah. meal of the, the Warner, Warner family, family on game day. Yeah. I meet them in the parking garage. We eat cookout in the car, walk through the tunnel, go see the game. Um, it was not pretty? a pretty game. Yeah. It was not a pretty game. Uh Flames are, the Flames are struggling right now. I mean, if we're going to be honest, they're, they're struggling to score the basketball. I mean, they did end up with 73. Uh, it was a tough shooting night for Darius McGee from beyond the arc. He was just one of nine from three. He started mm-hmm. 0 of eight from wow. beyond the arc, and he is struggling shooting from three uh, mm-hmm. this season. So th- there have been some struggles. One bright spot, Keegan McDowell, 16 points. He's scoring double figures back-to-back games. He is playing really well, and they need someone other than Darius McGee to step up offensively. Yeah. He has been that guy so far. They still need more help. Shiloh Robinson, also a career-high 13. But this was a tight game, late. Like, this is a Maryland Eastern Shore team. These are the type of games where typically, you know, Liberty would come in and roll them by 30, and, but, but we're at a different stage with this program. Young group that's still kind of figuring it out. And uh, it, was, it was a lot more interesting, I think, than most people at that game expected it to be. How is Maryland was- Eastern Short Division One? Uh yeah. yeah. They're they're two and four now in the year. Yeah. Game attendance was three thousand. Did it feel like that? And like wh- what was the vibe in there? Yeah, I mean it was a decent crowd. Uh, but I think it was kind of a crowd. First off, you're coming a lot of them walking over from a football loss, so they're not like locked yeah. in. It's Maryland yeah, Eastern cold. Shore, so it's like you're expecting just uh you know kind of that fun kind of hey yeah we're up by twenty relaxed environment. It was they weren't really locked in. There was a point though in the second half, and this is what I always love to see. When it was a tight game, it may have been like a one-point game at that point. And the crowd kind of did the old, like, okay, we need to get involved here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like they start you know, they start making some noise and helped Liberty kind of get back on track mm-hmm. a little bit. And that's what I love, you know, when you're in an arena and the crowd kind of makes that like, okay, we haven't really done anything yet. Let's see if we can let's see if we can make a difference here. That's just such a cool, cool thing. And and they did do that in the second. How half. many how many fans does the new arena hold? Uh, just over four thousand, I yeah. think. Yeah, oh. so right around four. Uh, hopefully okay. that number is at the game on Thursday. The Flames hosting Mizzou. Yeah. Yeah. What time's that game at? Uh seven o'clock. So and also hopefully Darius McGee gets out of this shooting slump because this is going to be a pretty uh big matchup for them. Yeah, I, apparently as of last week they said they had less than 100 tickets left, so it should uh, be a sellout. Me, I want to take two get, tickets. Well, I'm not. You're talking to the wrong guy <laughs> here. Emily, yeah. give me a couple tickets. Please. We're on the clock. That Liberty, game. Yeah. LibertyFlames.com yeah, slash tickets. Go. I don't there know. Is that go. the you website? On <laughs> I'm sure you can find some on stuff. It's not the insider yeah. info I was looking for. Uh, uh, use your use your pregame pass or your pass media yeah. pass. Oh, the give, I don't give our secrets away. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, but that huge game. It should be awesome. It's going to be packed. I hope this is the best environment we've ever had in that arena. It should be. And just to give you, it's not 100%, so don't take this as pure like Take truth. his word for it. But all I'm saying is be in your seats early. There's a chance that the pregame festivities could be 
incredible on the court what? on the court incredible yeah. that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna say anymore. Do you know they bring, say are they bringing in that little not, chinese they're not girl bringing that flips in plates on her the head. red oh. panda no the red panda she is fantastic i love her actually I've, I've taken that up and i will be yes. attempting Emily to perform will, that for the first time <laughs> Can you imagine? that would be yes. the most outstanding first time bit she's of ever been on a unicycle but she's willing to do it in oh front of four thousand people this is what i'll do yeah. for flames basketball i love it but it's a game i mean just talking about the game Mizzou's three and three. They play Paul Quinn College tonight, so assume they're going to be four and three. But they're they're not good. They may be one of the worst teams, if not the worst, in the SEC. Oh, Paul Quinn was a heck of a guy. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, he did his loan. <laughs> uh, Mizzou is three hundred and twenty fifth in the true. country in three point percentage. That plays right into Liberty's hands, Ooh, right? Yeah, Liberty pack true. line, all that stuff. You want to force them to shoot. Mizzou is terrible shooting, terrible scoring. They're two hundred ninety seventh in field goal percentage. They turn it over almost 15 times a game. This could be just a ugly, you know, first uh, 45 wins kind of game. But I do think Liberty, if especially it's all contingent on Darius McGee, they do have a real shot to win this game. Well, I just want to give a shout out to the ladies because we're really carrying this university and athletic department right now. Ladies are crushing it. Ladies are crushing it, including the Lady Flames basketball. They came out on fire against Navy. 24 outscored Navy 24 to 5 in the Bam. first quarter. Bam. Yeah. We Bam. here. Capone. Lady Flames. Yeah. Carrie Green went 500 wins. Yep. Yeah. 500. 500. Yeah. Bowling Green. That was big for him. So I was selfishly, I wanted that to happen at home, but just the right. math and, and working out wouldn't have been a good stretch for the yeah. Lady Flames. So <laughs> good to see them win at the Navy Classic both games. They play Hampton on the road Wednesday and then back home. Do we have a double? We don't have a double header Saturday, do we? I'm, I'm waiting for those days. I always like to take one game where, at a time, right? I no, say I, one game at a time. I don't look ahead. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't You're get, one of those I don't guys get yeah. caught looking ahead. I always yeah. enjoy the days where I like walking. Matt and I, a little fist bump. Yeah, a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see you. Real head nod. I punch yeah. in, Rep punches yeah, out. We yeah. kind of just, yeah, that's nice. But yeah, they play high point Saturday, 7 p.m. That's after hockey has a midnight game again on Friday. Ooh. They're trying to kill me, guys. Listen, I, you see, if you've ever been around Rhett after a midnight game, You'd believe zombies exist. Yeah, I know. I just, that's a tired grizzly yeah. bear right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. How do they? What are the kids? Just you're just like sleeping on the couch, and you're like, all right, just eat Cheerios for dinner. That's what I would do. That's what <laughs> yeah, I do yeah, to yeah. Stanley. Yeah, I should I mean, bring he does cereal. have a wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, I do. That helps yeah. a little bit. Emily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a single dog mom. <laughs> yeah. You're a single dog mom. Yeah. Um. So, what is it about this team, though, Rhett, that has carried them to this four and one record? Oh, it's the grit. My Burke. Okay, so the grit starts with Dee Brown. She just brings an element of physicality where. I think she's more than likely going to be in that six to eight point range on any given game. If you get her in double digits, that's great. But from her throughout the rest of the team, when she starts diving for loose balls and throwing a couple elbows here and there, they all get this mentality of, like, it's going to be a tough game for you here on the street. That's what it feels like. And I just love watching it because my Berkman, she'll get in the paint, grab a rebound, and just start tossing and turning. They all get that way. They're just a tough team to play. Even when their lone loss against Memphis, that was a physical game. It was just an off-night rebounding. Memphis rebounds really well, and that's what caught them. And Liberty did not shoot the ball well from three in that game, and their only loss of the season they lost was five by and two. one. Yeah, it was yeah. still like, right in it. Here's what I always like to do is I always like to look at the team and say, all right, if an all-out brawl started, who's the person I want on my side? D Brown is that person. <laughs> oh, my yeah. like, it, like, if yes. it all breaks down and it's like, all right, malice at the palace, here Hold we go. Back. Like, Hold you know, yeah. Who's Hold the person? Who's, who do I want yeah. with me? She's that person. I'll take Malik. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm I mean, kidding. Yeah. 
Um, so last week we were talking a little bit about Thanksgiving tra- traditions yeah. and Matt, you guys go to a, a family friends or whatever yeah. and, and you guys have the way in way out. Yeah. Yeah. So when you get there, you weigh in right away, you write your weight on the, on the sheet of paper. And then at any point after that, you can elect when you get to weigh out and see how much you gained. And the goal is to gain the most. And the prize this year was like a half a pound of chocolate. So that was that was the prize. <laughs> oh so Jack, my son, just so fired up, so confident. He thought he could do this. Well, what Jack didn't take into consideration was like he doesn't ever stop moving. And he burning. just burns it. Yeah. Burning. So he did eat and <laughs> drink a lot. He young. weighed in. He had gained like six tenths of a pound. Like so he was <laughs> he was pretty disappointed Aww. with that. Uh, Keep it I, up, Jack. Yeah, I put on six point eight pounds. Wow! No way! I did. Boy. I did. So what? I I put in some work. No way! I put in some work. Just strictly go like mashed potatoes. I wonder if that would. It was it was a well rounded meal. Yeah, okay. I mean, I I got all my food groups, yeah. pie included, <laughs> and all of that. What? So so that was good. But what was the at what time difference? What do you mean? Like when you weighed in and out? She's how like, how fast did oh, you gain? I probably six. weighed in at noon and weighed out at like six. Oh. Yeah. It's only a pound an hour. A, he taped a turkey to his back. And so, no, and they're even strict. They're like, were you wearing your shoes? Like, you didn't put them back on. Like, were you doing wearing yeah. your jacket? Put it back on. Like, so like you have, there's oh, a lot of man. rules you have to follow. The, the winner, though, who's like, you know, sophomore Somebody high beat school. you? Yeah, this kid, high school kid, right? He put on 10 pounds. Good grief. That is yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah, he put on 10 pounds. I wanted to do it, but I totally forgot. Yeah, so that's I right. was just like diving. Forget that. Um, so Stanley, tell us this. Yeah, so he knows how to open the trash, like with his nose. And it's like one of the ones that like, you have to put no, your foot on it. No, sir, Stanley. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Next day we're walking in the neighbor's house. That's like three or four doors down. And Stanley stops to use the restroom. And sometimes he eats my mom's seagrass, like right by the, the water. So I have to assist him whenever he eats the seagrass because oh, you just no. like, yeah. you know, Oh, so oh, no. we're, there's no sidewalks. So we're walking in the neighbors and he goes to the bathroom, but he's not done. So he still has like the holding position, yeah. you know, the poop posi- and gets in the middle of the road to finish. And there's a car coming. OK, so I'm like, Stan, like, get back on the set. There's something dangling from his okay. Wait. This is I pull. I pull because I'm, I'm thinking that it's Wait, you pulled on it. Yeah, he needed help. And there was a car coming. No, I, I thought him. you meant you pulled. I did. So, so oh no, you thought right. So not only it, so, but I'm like still pulling and pulling. You're dragging this and pulling. It's like uh, the clown with a little out of his sleeve, a little handkerchief. Yes, it was exactly like that. I mean, the length of Rapunzel's hair. He ate the turkey bag. Stanley passed the entire. I mean, it was like a 15 pound turkey that we had. This bag. He ate the bag and passed it through. Not a boy, and, d- and, and survived. Wow. We had a dog, Bo, that was so bad. Ate the turkey bag, and the vet's like, "You need to put peroxide down his like." So we like use the turkey. Like, How about you need to just not let them eat the bag? The like, this is a How trend. This, this is a trend yeah. in your it's family. How does that happen? It's a lab. They're like your dog oh, probably won't get it. It's a lab. Oh well, yeah. It's I mean, a lab. They're known yeah. for eating turkey bags. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes perfect sense now. He could have died, you guys. Yeah, this was really serious. But you imagine. Can you imagine us I was there trying to, to deal with them. Emily and just the emotion. <laughs> oh, that I wouldn't. Oh, that day happens. Oh, our dog, our dog jumped up the island. I'm going to take off the month. Our dog jumped up. So am I. Our dog jumped up on the island this weekend and ate a whole plate of brownies. 
Oh, <laughs> they say that's not good. Chocolate's not good. No. no. That's what they say. Yeah, How big is your dog, though? It's not that big. Like yeah, 35 pounds. More. Oh, yeah. see, that's bad. Oh, yeah. we stuck him in the crate and said, Bye. Wait it on out. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's still with he's us. He's still with us. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, I got a picture if you guys want to see nope. it. I mean, this bag is massive. I cannot believe he passed that entire yeah. thing. But All right, I can't let, believe he told the story. Let's finish with this real quick. You know the game bench one, start one, bench one, cut one. Yeah. All right. Let's do that with apple, pecan, and pumpkin pies. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I'm Ooh. All right. I'm starting pecan pie. That's my go-to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then you bench pumpkin, and then I would cut apple. All right. And I'll... Having said that, I'll eat Whoa. all three. In reality, I'll eat all three. <laughs> Same. Yeah. There has to be like this. Cho- my mom makes a pecan pie that has like this chocolate brownie I've fudge like before. underneath. That's good. Yeah. So if it's that kind of pecan, then what are the three things? Oh boy, pecan, play apple. No play bench. Oh, yeah. play start bench cut. Oh, start. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm gonna you, start if you can get the apple with like the crumble on top. You know, like yeah. the apple crumble. Mm-hmm. I'm down and for that. And warm and ice cream with ch- cheddar cheese. I know I'm, that's a British thing, but yes, and Canadians what? do that. Yeah, yeah. I eat cheddar cheese with apple. You, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you did, did that back in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pre-game Edmonton. All I know Good is stuff. All go ahead. Yeah, but I would start the apple. Uh, probably bench the pecan, and then yeah. I'd cut the pumpkin. Yeah, that's fair. But I'm I'm just starting lemon meringue. <laughs> just calling up just, for the minors. Just, just, I'm calling Lemon Ring up for the minors. Let's do this. Is this your last show with us for a while, Joe? Are I'm you coming g- back uh, for the bowl yeah, game? Yeah. <laughs> do you have quick math? <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> do you quick, do yeah. quick, yeah. He didn't Conf- he confirmed. Didn't give me yeah. a chance confirmed. to answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that hurts a little bit, partner. Um, I'm trying to get some of the football guys, like a couple of the groups uh, together <laughs> to do like deck the halls or like some kind of Christmas caroling. So stay tuned oh, for that. Hoping yeah. that we can get that done what do you want to get done what is it i wasn't listening the christmas sorry. oh wow yeah. christmas caroling for the oh, football yeah. team yes yeah and rhett has a second annual oh gingerbread. yeah gingerbread house yeah. yeah i will say this one cool thing about being with the podcast this year and being outside for liberty football games for pregame the amount of people that come by and talk about our our podcast yeah. was really neat this year it was great oh, to meet wow. everybody for those of you that are listening this week keep coming by and saying hello i wish you guys had the opportunity to talk to them too but uh, it was nice to meet everybody out there and just chat about. There is there football. is the the security guy up on the fifth floor who always brings up the Flames fantasy league. Oh, I know. Yeah, and I know so he rode about. the elevator and was out by after yeah. the game and he, yeah. was, he was talking. Well, about I just I, I do apologize now as we move forward in the podcast for the ratings dip after I leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep listening. We have a lot to get to with uh, basketball this season. Hopefully, the Flames can bounce back or continue uh, in the win column against Mizzou and then women Wednesday. On yeah. the road, correct? Hey, and yes. also, red out on Tuesday. That's the red official out. the official word. It's a red out. Tuesday. Wear red. Thursday. Tuesday, Thursday, excuse yeah. me. Thursday. Okay. Mizzou. Uh, the Mizzou game, wear your red. Be there. Be loud. All that. All, all yeah. of those. Do the, we know what's coming on the Fury, What kind of no stuff we have? Yeah. Features for this week? I'm sorry, Do we what? have anything to promote? Uh, this week, uh, yes. We will feature our very first McKay on the mic. Mm. So Ooh. throughout the season, Richie McKay going to be kind of interviewing his own players. Uh, this week, he interviewed the two married players on the team, uh, Kyle Rode and Blake Preston. So uh, mm. we will we will air that this week on the show. And also, I believe we're going to have a full recap of the Liberty Field Hockey run. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. run to the title Some game. We had our own Donald Scott embedded with the team. And so he that will that will go this week as well. Just a full look back at that that journey that they went on. Oh, what's the game that they always play where you like have the thing and it's beeping and then you have to like try to describe what the word is? 
to your teammates and then it it can't catchphrase catchphrase yeah they play that and it gets so rowdy i think we should maybe do that for the flame central holiday party holiday party I christmas party yeah. the jesus those celebration. can get rowdy those can get rowdy all right well thanks so much for listening we'll be right back here next monday